Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show, and in this episode, we are talking about a new film called Ghostland. So we will start spoiler-free, as we always do. We will warn you before spoilers, and that is how this is going to happen. So, uh, hey Tim, how are you? <laughs> you good? Oh, I'm just fine and dandy. Lies, all lies. He's miserable. <laughs> He's miserable all the time. Oh yeah. No, I'm dying inside for sure. Oh, good. As long as we're on the same page, then. As long as we're on the yeah. same page. So what, what, what is Ghostland? That is a, that is a question. Um, what's funny about this one is that me and Connor looked at the trailer on the movie news like three or four months ago, and the trailer confused... <laughs> that funny. I was getting to the funny part, Tim. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a good start. You asshole <laughs> so we watched the trailer on the movie news and it confused us quite a bit we weren't really sure what it was because the trailer was really confusing was it like a haunted house movie with dolls was it like something about like a sister who's got like a, an imaginary sister like it was really hard to follow the trailer the synopsis was much better from what i remember but i, I remembered the movie when it popped up i was like oh that's okay that's what this is okay um so hey, so yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Also, this this movie is also known because uh, when I mentioned this, say, oh, Tim, do you want to do this? Car said, "Oh, is that the one where the actress is suing the film company for being injured?" Mm-hmm. And I went, "Wait, what?" And I looked it up. Yeah, uh, one of the actresses in this, uh, Taylor Hickson, got a very nasty scar on her face, which she is now suing them for because they claimed it was safe to bash her head into some glass. Uh, and it smashed it wasn't safety glass it wasn't a stunt woman she got and there's photos online of the giant scar and naturally she thinks this is like a i mean great pain medical expense so on uh but also has probably stopped her from getting some work in the last year um she does appear to be on the tv show deadly class coming up so it looks like at least she is getting some work uh, going forward but uh not that diminishes the fact that she's got a giant freaking scar on her face that you know will be there forever yeah um yeah i was was really sad when i read that article Uh, i'm not very familiar with uh you know her work but Mm. you know she seems like a fine actress and you know you know very attractive and stuff and then when they're showing you the pictures of like you know the injury and stuff it it does look really bad so i definitely hope she gets something yeah um it it also kind of made it like hard to watch because there were several incidents in the movie where she's she's banging on yeah yeah, and i'm kind of like ooh, was that the scene or was that the one yeah, I can't imagine the uh, the morale on the set was very good when she came back from the hospital yeah. after getting 17 stitches. Um, Definitely. And I can almost, because it sounds from, from what I read that she, she like actually shared concerns. on like She's like, hey, bang your head out that hard down. She's like, is it safe? Like, Should we be yeah. doing this? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's perfectly safe. You're fine. <laughs> and I, all I can think of is the director is maybe a bit of an asshole who went, well, at least she's meant to be banged up for the rest of the movie, so it, it won't look out of place. Jeez. Yeah, you know, I can just ima- I can just imagine him saying that. Who is the director? Who am I blaming for this? That's probably what that. Uh, the guy that did Martyrs, I believe. Pa- Pasco- I don't know. Pascal Logger. Mm. Pascal Logger. I'll say that. Mm. Uh, it's kind of yeah. hard to imagine anyone in the movie industry being, you know, not just the nicest, most upstanding person. <laughs> so I was a little shocked when when I read that. He did direct Mar- He also directed uh, the Tall Man, which I never saw, but it looked really bad it's not a phantasm spin-off no it's a uh, jessica biel okay. uh it's one of those movies where i've seen it on netflix or amazon like a million times mm-hmm. when i'm browsing like the poster of her mm-hmm. like a guy in a hood behind her but like i've never watched it uh, and personally i think it should be against the law to 
name your movie the tall man if it has nothing to do with phantasm but and that's just me I don't think there's that many of us that would think that. I mean, I'm agreeing with you, Tim. I think of Phantasm yeah. when I hear the tall man. I don't think the public at large does, unfortunately. Well, so. we're here to change minds, if nothing else. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, it's a shame what happened to her. Uh, obviously, yeah. that is not how movie sets are supposed to work. It's supposed to be safe. And mm-hmm. they, to save time and money, just took a risk. And she is suffering the consequences of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so that's, that sucks, it's bullshit uh, but hey, we'll talk about the movie itself and if it is any good And so so what is it? It's it's a movie where we start off with teen daughters, uh, Beth and Vera who are moving with their mother to this house that her aunt or whatever left her uh, out in the middle of nowhere, as so many horror movies tend to start and the sisters are bickering, you know, Beth's kind of the, the bookworm, she, she likes to write horror stories and she uses a typewriter because she's old school and you know, Vera's more of a normal teenage girl who's is not. She's not super stereotypical. Like she's not like one of these movie archetypes, but she's more normal and she you know she cares about boys and so on and so forth. Uh, but in a more of a fairly realistic way, she's not. She's not like an eighties movie character. Uh, it's like oh, I like boys. I don't like anything else. And stop being a nerd. Uh, she just. I mean, she's a bit harsh with her sister. She thinks she's weird, but hey. Uh, and I get to the house, there's some like sort of rumblings that there's like these weird murders going on that so we see in the newspaper at one point about this, this, these people who kill the, the parents and keep the kids around. And of course, they go to the house, there's a bit of setup, and then they get attacked. And then we jump forward to, to present day where Beth is now a, a famous horror writer. She write, writes horror novels. And her sister uh, is. It, it, you know, it, it needs, needs professional help. The, the, the trauma of being attacked that's put her through has left her in a very very bad state and Beth is worried about her and it's kind of about revisiting what uh, what they went through and you know the the lasting effects and is there something else still going on that is kind of the, the gist of the movie that's the premise mm-hmm. there's more to it there's, there's turns and there's twists and we'll talk about that in spoilers that is I'm giving you the, the spoiler free synopsis right now uh, and with that again we're just, I'm reminding Tim we're in spoiler free territory because I feel like there's a lot of this movie you could spoil very easily uh, so Tim, did you enjoy Ghostland? You know, uh, I gotta say the there's so much going on <laughs> in uh, in the world right now. It's a a very depressing place. There's a lot of uh, real world world <laughs> issues that's been on my mind. So it it's nice to just kind of sit back and just forget all that and just watch like a really nice, fun, happy. Uh, movie like this um, so <laughs> still not answering the question I'm noticing we're still going here uh, I, I'm just joking obviously uh, this uh, you know I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say uh, this was kind of a um, a little bit of a, a depressing movie in my mind but I did actually like it. I uh, I thought it was uh, you know pretty good um, nice pacing I was interested uh <laughs> all the way throughout in it uh but just man it, it, the only thing is it's is just such a bummer and i i, I watched it like in a, a weird place in my yesterday where i was just kind of like uh, after uh, like looking before you can tell you i just want to say what, what tim just said i watched this in a weird place in my yesterday that is an epic sentence that that, that yeah. that's like that is something you say in philosophy it's like oh what does he mean by that something in my yesterday oh he's talking about his past oh continue well I mean, I assume that, you know, there are probably uh, professors that show these videos. 
in college classes. So well, these podcasts, welcome. these reviews, these movie discussions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, why not? I thought you were a professor. I thought <laughs> I am part time. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that's an old joke uh-huh. for anyone who doesn't get that. Uh, way way back in the early days of the show, at one point Tim Wellstrunk said that he was he, that he, he said that he was a professor when it comes to horror films compared to me who is like a who is merely a student uh, like in kindergarten compared yes, to me. Like, and i'm a professor he said that well drunk and for a long time i wouldn't let him forget the fact that he thinks he's a professor uh so well, I mean, we'll see if the fans uh, agree, which I'm sure they will. Uh, they, can go back, watch, uh, they can go back and watch the review of The Boy and know for a fact that it's, you're not a professor. In it. It, you're a professor in bullshit. I'll give you that. It's funny because I think the opposite, but I will let the fans decide. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what the hell was I saying before? I so rudely interrupted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you so, watched that in a funny place in your yesterday. Yeah. No, I just uh, I watched it after reading way too much news yesterday and just being okay, right, yeah. super depressed. And, and then, all right, let me watch this movie. And uh, I should have known watching a movie from the guy that did Martyrs probably not going to be the happiest <laughs> film. Yeah, Martyrs, uh, but, a film that we're still to do on this show, but it will come. We will do Martyrs at some point. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm going off on like <laughs> weird sides and tangents and stuff. Uh, but uh, bottom line, actually, I mean take all that stuff away and then obviously again like the you know the whole lawsuit thing did, did make a little weird at parts but take that away uh, I actually did enjoy the movie and thought it was uh, pretty good like not the best like certainly not you know the, the greatest horror movie we had this year but yeah I thought it was a good enough watch and uh, I will say um, you know like you said there are you know twists and turns in it and uh, I actually kind of enjoyed what it did with uh, that stuff hmm Right, well, um, you liked it more than I did. Okay. Uh, I didn't hate it. I mean, I actually, if actually, the funny thing is, is the, the the opening thing I want to say about this movie is that I'm kind of annoyed because the first like 15 minutes tricked me into thinking I was going to like it. Okay. And unlike you, I did not like the twists and turns. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, okay. I kind of got annoyed by them. I th- and admittedly, I think the trailer actually did this to me. Is that because mm-hmm. I was expecting certain things, like, oh, not expecting, because it wasn't like a, a question of anticipation or what I, what I expected in terms of, like, uh, how it would do something. It was more mm-hmm. the trailer implied some things, so I kind of knew that twists were coming in some capacity. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know exactly uh, what the twists were going to be, but you know. Yeah, uh, uh, to be fair, I don't know if it you know helps or hurts it, but I didn't watch the trailer yeah. beforehand, so I, I really didn't know anything I, going in. Basically, I just, it, I, there was just I had this feeling of there's something fishy going on here. There's there's more to this. I I would say like you know as far as the the kind of the you know the big reveals and stuff mm. that happened. Um, I, I don't want to act like. Oh my god! I thought they were so brilliant, and they blew me away. Uh, but I do think it, it was like interesting, and I would say like, uh, yeah, like I don't think I've at least off the top of my head, I can't really think of like a movie that ha- did like exactly this. Um, like, you know, oh, that's it, fair. It, that's fair. So uh, I don't know. I, I do think it's yeah. I don't want to see a bunch of other movies like this, but uh, I did think like, oh, okay, this is interesting what they're doing. Hmm. Um, it's fine. I didn't realize I didn't realize it was the guy that did martyrs. I've got uh, I've got something mm-hmm. I want to point out when we get to spoilers. 
that a relates to Martyrs a little bit. Because uh, I was going to talk about this scene and joke about it, but now that it's, I know it's from Martyrs, I'm like, oh, this adds a whole new layer to my my, <laughs> my material here. Because uh, yeah, I, I, I think when the movie starts, I, I think the one thing I will say in terms of, especially since I know it's from the guy who did Martyrs, <laughs> is that it visually looks pretty good. Like, visually, it doesn't look cheap. Yep. It looks like a proper film. Because I, I think sometimes we get these direct-to-VOD movies and they, they look kind of cheap and nasty. Not all, but obviously there's some Definitely. great ones. But it didn't yeah. have that look. It looks like a proper movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a bit of tension. I was actually getting some... Uh, it's, it's funny, because obviously Martyrs is a French film. I was it? not Spanish. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I, I, no, Martyrs is French. I'm it's Martyrs sure. French, okay. Yep. Um but yeah, Mars was a French film, and I was funny because I was thinking of another French movie. Journey. I was thinking of High Tension a High little tension. bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> particularly at the start with the ice cream truck. The killers are in like an ice cream truck, sure. and the way it rolled up, and they're in the in the station, and it comes out. I just I don't everything about that was making me think of I, High Tension. Just just the tone, the way it was been handled, mm-hmm. the the build up to it, it was just I don't know. Yeah, I, I can definitely see a high tension in there. Um, two things that stood out to me about it is it felt uh, very Texas Chainsaw to me. Like, uh, if there's anything that was an influence on it, like if I had to guess, mm. I would say Texas uh, Chainsaw. Um, and the other thing is, it kind of felt like um, uh, less horror movie and more like a like a survival horror game uh, to me at certain points. Which uh, I, I've been, you know, maybe I've just had that on my mind lately because um, I've been, you know, playing some and stuff. But uh, I don't know. There were some parts that are like, oh, uh, you know, this kind of. Yeah, it reminds me of like a, a game a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating because I think there was there's lots of things that I want to like about it, and mm. there's some small moments I like, but I feel like I feel like I my my problem with the, the 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 main twist that happens kind of in the middle of the movie is I felt like for the, <laughs> it's like kind of like hard to talk about. It, it like is, that. it like, is. <laughs> but when that twist happened, I kind of got annoyed because I felt like the previous thirty minutes were a waste of time. Does that make I, sense? I can definitely see that. Um, you know what? I I think maybe I would have had more of a problem with it if it didn't kind of. Um, like call back to it towards the end okay all right yeah. like uh to me that kind of like like i agree with you it would be kind of weird if it was that one-off thing but uh yeah because of something else that happens on you know towards the end of the movie i felt like it justifies it a little bit more yeah there's a couple of fun scares at the start i i did think though that the killers were a little bit comical like they're a little bit over the top like you know there was no oh, subtlety yeah. to them the, the, the big guy uh yeah. <laughs> they're, re- they're referred to as the witch and the ogre, I believe, uh, at one point. So that's what we'll call them. Um, if I, in the credits, they're referred to as Fat Man and Candy Truck Woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I think witch and ogre are, are a bit more succinct. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when the ogre first appears, he's got this kind of uh, this good sort of introduction scene where he just kind of runs into the, the, the shot, and it's actually like a really cool moment. Uh, but immediately after, he's kind of like this obvious, like, he's heavy breathing, he's looking at the dolls and going, oh, and I'm like, okay, I get it. He's a big crazy man. All right, yeah, <laughs> I get it. He's a stereotypical killer. Just it felt a little bit cartoony, I guess, is what I'm. Oh yeah, what definitely. I'm yeah. And uh, I feel like we haven't seen these kind of people lately, but I feel like these kind of killers were like the rage back in the kind of early mid like 2000s, mm. like with the the Texas Chainsaw reboot and like high tension. Hills have <laughs> yeah, high tension. Hills have eyes, like the kind of big lumbering, heavy breathing oaf kind of guy. 
uh, I feel like yeah. it was in fashion for a while. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely like a Leatherface sort of side to that that you can you can correlate. Um, yeah, I mean, don't worry, I don't think it's a terrible movie. This, this isn't a movie that I would sure, put yeah. in the like you know when we're doing our, our top and bottom list of the year. Like, and I, I don't think unless I mean depending on how much other shit we watch. I mean, I could argue this should be, yeah. be on the the bottom of the the, the worst ten, but. I'm not expecting, you know, if, if I was to compare it to last year's bottom 10, there's no way this would make it up with that, those 10 movies, right? There's no way yeah. it'd be on that list. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think, yeah, it depends on the year. Like, a, yeah. a really good year, yeah, it's definitely not going to make it, but, uh, yeah, if it's kind of a light lean year, yeah, it can sneak its way into, like, a 9 or 10 spot, maybe. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, I was kind of into the opening. I think once it started to play with shenanigans, though, mm-hmm. it kind of took me out of a little bit, because I, I it had that kind of thing where I felt like the movie thought it was really smart, and yeah, I can see that. And I didn't really think yeah. it was that smart. I, I thought it was quite clear there was something up. And then when yeah. it, when it started to reveal things, it, it almost be- it became back to what I wanted from it, but it got a, it just felt a little bit generic. Um, mm. I don't know. And for me, the pacing I thought was weird. And I think this is maybe where we disagree. Is that I okay. thought the that that again that thirty forty minutes mm. that you know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that really drained the energy out of the pacing for me because when it came back to what I kind of wanted, it was kind of like, eh, my momentum's kind of gone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of now here. And I'm like, okay, do your thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't argue against that too much, but I, I guess for me, um, like, I, I never felt bored at any point. That's fair. So, That's fair. I mean, maybe that, you know, shouldn't be a you know glowing endorsement of like oh the pacing is so great but like uh yeah there's i I definitely never felt like you know bored or like you know surprisingly enough i wasn't like you know itching to check my phone or like yeah no, i get you it know, so i i think i don't want to be too harsh either because i feel like it falls into this weird territory where i don't think it's bad sure but i don't think it's exceeding in what it wants to do either it's, it's kind of fallen into this weird like we've got a competent like filmmaker who knows how to shoot a scene and we've got like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, there was maybe a couple of points of bad acting for me you know where the acting wasn't super taut yeah you yeah. know just here or there um I, I thought adult beth at times was a little bit ropey here or there um you know what you know? i i would say like oh. It, it it seems so. I mean, we're about to get real here, ladies and gentlemen. Tim's about to drop <laughs> a truth bomb on you. No, it's not going to be anything big. But like, I mean, so we've already kind of mentioned it. Yeah, you you see, you know, adult versions and young versions of yeah, uh, yeah. these characters. Um, like, I didn't even notice that they were were like different actresses at first. Like, they is that like, a good thing uh, or a bad thing though? No, I mean, I guess it's not. Uh, I, I guess it's not bad because yeah, you want characters yeah. that like look similar and stuff but like i guess because you know when they're young it's not like they're super uh young like it's not like you know they're 10 or 12 or anything like you know they're like what kind of mid late teens or something like probably like 15 16 or yeah yeah i mean they're still like, like there's they're still you know they still have to sit do what the mother says but yeah they're, they're, yeah 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 and then like when the when you cut to them as like an adult though they look like they're probably what like early mid-twenties or something uh i mean she's got like a five-year-old son so mid-twenties <laughs> yeah mid mid to late twenties i'd say yeah uh, so, yeah they're probably, they're, they're probably wanting a little older but they didn't, they yeah. didn't like look that older to me well, but well, i mean i feel like a lot of times in movies you would just have the same actress so what them. made me feel old though is actually at the start of the movie like i knew there was going to be a time jump because i'd seen the trailer 
Um, and at one point, the mom pulled out like a, a smartphone, and I went, "Wait a minute, this is meant to be in the past. Why is it a smartphone?" And then I sort of did the math, and I went, "Let's say it's a ten-year jump." I'm like, "Oh no, 2008 smartphones were starting to be a yeah. thing. Damn it, damn it, uh. <laughs> damn it." I'm not happy about it, Tim. That's all I'm saying. I'm not happy. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, right. yeah. So you'll you'll age gracefully. Don't worry. Yeah, there's some, there's some nice moments uh, in here. There's a couple of scenes that I I, I quite liked. Um, I, I I think though the 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 twist halfway through sucked some of my energy out of it because I I think all the stuff before the twist that was building up to it I actively didn't really like that stuff as much because it kind of changed what the movie was for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fair. And I'll, I'll get to so yeah, I just to wrap up kind of my over, <laughs> overall spoiler free, free thoughts is that yeah so I, so it's it's one of those tough ones where yeah it's not offensively bad uh but it's not overly great so you, you don't want to trash it but you don't you also don't want to praise it so it's, yes uh, exactly so so you can probably I, I like guess a little bit more than, yeah. roughly where the number is going to be when i do the top you know my, my out of 10 at the end you can probably guess roughly where that number yeah. is but yeah yeah i mean I, I obviously definitely liked it more than you but uh, i mean I'm still on a similar page, though, where I'm not like, oh, my God, what a revelation. This is, like, the greatest movie ever. Like, no, it's, like, I mean, it, yeah. it's not. Don't get me wrong. Great, but... I was half, ex- based on this trailer, I was half expecting this to be complete horseshit. <laughs> and it wasn't <laughs> and that. you made us watch it? <laughs> <laughs> you have made me watch some right shit, Tim. Don't you even stare. Oh, come on. Don't. <laughs> you, you, what have I ever made a decision? <laughs> we, we we have an episode that's not went up yet. We've got an episode that's in the bank for, for when we oh, did an episode. Okay. <laughs> and Tim made me watch it saying it was good. And it was one of the worst freaking things I have ever seen in my life. All right. So, to be fair, I, I watched it and I said, hey, I watched this if you want to do it. I, I never <laughs> – I didn't put a knife to your dick and said, you, you're watching this. That's a really specific threat. Why did you say that? Why knife to my dick? That's really specific. Uh, there's so much gun violence. I didn't want to say gun to your head. I just so I, I figured knife to your dick is maybe a little more. Uh, I, th- I think the, I think the real gun control is more important than uh, the metaphor gun control. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I agree. But so I don't I don't want to put that those vibes out there. So okay. Just All right. so for for anyone paying attention, uh, I I will never you know hold a gun to your head. I will potentially hold a knife to your dick but that's as far as we'll go or vagina <laughs> or is there something you want to tell me <laughs> what you're going to threaten men there's, you know, there's no women that you want to hold hold at knife point i'm only threatening you you don't don't make me out to be some monster here i'm not just like you just going out you and- just said to the audience i will never do this but i will do this that implies you. just speaking to the everyone. You're speaking to the, no, the collective. No, no, not no, not to not to our fans. Our fans are safe. It's you who should worry. This is you should know this by now. As soon as I find out, you, you like listeners won't know this, but you, you won't give me your address. As soon as I find <laughs> that out, I'm knocking on that door, and it's going to be good or bad depending on the last episode we record. <laughs> I'll have to make sure we do the boy Redux uh, just just before I tell him the address. To, to be safe, just obviously this is all in good fun, but just to be safe, edit oh. this out in case you do get murdered. It will look pretty <laughs> damning. It will look damning to me. People, I want, I want, I want this clip. I'm going to edit out that last part where Tim said, uh, you know, that disclaimer at the end. I'm going to edit that part out and just put out the the first part. So in case I do turn up dead, Tim will get blamed for it no matter what. Good. 
Oh, well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, 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 only, the only thing we found at the crime scene was... was well, there's, there's, there's four. Did we test it in the lab? It belongs to a goat. Goat? Who could it be? The goat killer's on the loose. There's just like a big, like, like, to- like, uh, smashed in half Blu ray copy of the boy, just like <laughs> jammed in your larynx. Uh, also, Tim wrote a comic book called Goatman, and he likes goats a lot. That hints that. I'm just, I've not made fun of the, the, the goat stuff for a while. I feel like I'm calling some, I'm doing some old jokes here, and I'm just making sure the newer audience that maybe have only really jumped on board in the last while. Are getting yeah. the jokes. I'm just, you know, making it clear. I mean, obvious. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so just to be clear, those issues of Goatman are still on sale. <laughs> uh, so just, you know, hit me up if you wanna. Well, I don't want to sound, you know, cocky, but some of the best comic books you'll ever read. Tim, I've been saying this for ages. You have to get them on Comicsology. Submit them. Get them digitally. Yeah. So that... Yeah. It's, uh, I'm so lazy though. <laughs> Where are we... When are we gonna get an intern? That's what I need to know. I know the male fuzz intern. I know yeah. that has to be a thing. We need to hire someone. Um, put put, put about, them up for what, a dollar an issue. Yeah. You, you make a fortune. Yeah. What about that Matt fellow? What did he? He could be an intern. Why not? He's a slacker. Yeah, he could be an intern. Yeah. <laughs> Give him all the busy work. Yeah, I like it. I like the way you think. Full spoilers for for Ghostland. Ooh, that's, what okay. that's what we're talking about. So full spoilers from this point on for Ghostland. Okay, so. The big ideas here, right? So it's established early on when when Vera's complaining about Beth that she she found like some like fake magazine interviews that she'd written. You know, Beth had written about herself as if she was a famous author, right? And I'm like, okay, I wonder what this is setting up. And I didn't know that the, what the twist was going to be from the trailer, but I did know from the trailer it clearly hinted that that something might not be real. It hinted that you know someone. Either Beth or Vera had an imaginary friend or world, or maybe even one of the sisters wasn't real or something. But it hinted that something wasn't real. God, right? that sounds. I actually, after this, I should go back and watch the trailer because that sounds really annoying. Yeah, but it definitely gave me that vibe that something's in someone's head, whether it's a person mm-hmm. or, in this case, an entire like life, <laughs> fantasy, <Yeah>. future. <laughs> uh, so, so they get attacked by the, the, the two killers, the ogre and the witch, and. The mum who got her head bashed actually gets back up and like fights with the the witch, and mm-hmm. and again she's not a real witch. We're just calling her the witch because <laughs> that's what yeah. they call her later on. Uh, mm-hmm. And the mum actually kind of wins and mm-hmm. stabs her, even though she's also pretty beat up herself. And it sort of ends like a jump cut moment, and she, you know, and then Beth wakes up present day. She wakes up in her mid late twenties, mm-hmm. and she's having a nightmare. And her, her husband, now husband, is like coming her. Does like, no, it's okay, honey. It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. You're fine now. Mm-hmm. Actually, later on, there's also a fake, uh, you know, jump scare, wake up, oh, it was all a dream moment. There is one of those. I'm not counting this one because this one's just a natural transition to say, okay, this is the, this is the in the future, and she's still thinking about it. That's okay. That's okay in my right. book. But the scary thing happens. Oh no, it was just a dream, a trope. I'm not, I'm not letting that fly by. So she's a famous author. She's on TV for an interview. She's making tons of money. It's selling tons of copies. Oh, but she's she's humble. She doesn't want to know how many copies. She's quite happy. And she gets like a scary phone call from her sister who's delusional and she goes to visit her mum who for some reason is still living in this house that all this bad stuff happened in. Yeah, I thought and that was weird, yeah. The, the sister is like in the basement and she's like completely crazy. She, she locks herself in, she gets chained up, she like says really cryptic things mm-hmm. and the, you know, uh, Beth feels guilty for leaving and you know going being an author. I should be here with you and my sister and, and mum's like, no, you love your life, you shouldn't feel guilty about that and you know, it's a whole thing. 
and no, and then there's like creepy messages, like someone writes, uh, "Help me on the on the on the mirror." Uh, there's like some creepy moments with with uh, Vera where she's like naked and she's like saying really weird stuff, like, "Oh, they've been torturing me all this time. Now they're going to torture you," and it's all that stuff, right? And it's, it's implying that there's a supernatural element, right? That's what it's kind of implying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that noise is at Tim's place, but something creepy. Some happening. motorcycle or something. Ah, okay, right. It's gone now. They can't hurt you, Pete. Thank you. I feel good in that <laughs> and so that this uh, that, and all all the while this 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 section because I, I enjoyed the first 15 20 minutes the killers were a little mm-hmm. bit cheese cheese cheesing cliche but I, I liked the moment when the truck drove past them and it was just that creepy wave and the first I, time you see them yeah and I, I liked yeah. them in the station and you got the sense the truck was outside mm-hmm. and um when the, the headlights turn on outside when you know Vera's pissed at her mom and you see they're coming from the background mm-hmm. and I liked oh, yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. It was typical kind of, you know, building up to the killer's home invasion. I liked that kind of thing. It was okay. It was well shot. Characters were pretty reasonable. You know, I think they're solid enough. They're not, not the best characters ever, but they're fine. And it, it was, a, I mean, it, it felt like a little overdone, but I did like the house. Like, it, it's definitely, like, trying way too hard to be creepy. Like, there's oh, yeah. just animals and dolls all over the place. But, I mean, you know, I think it worked for the movie, like... Uh, yeah maybe because it's uh maybe it's kind of like you said maybe it's trying too hard like it wants to be like smarter Mm. and try to be more creepy but i don't know like if i kind of looked at it more as like or at least my like viewing of it was more like oh i I mean they're not trying to to, like be subtle at all like oh yeah they're salty (laughs) so you've got this like 30 or so minute part of the film because it's, it's, it's around the 50 I, I checked I was curious when the twist finally got revealed it was around the 50 minute mark okay right and we went to the future at the 20 minute mark so it was about 30 minutes of this of like her coming back to the house having these awkward conversations with her mom, her sister being kind of creepy and I, I think my big problem with the movie is that I really didn't like this section like forgetting the twist mm-hmm. like I was annoyed that the movie turned into this I was like really we're doing like us like it's the trauma of what happened and I mean that's mm-hmm. an okay concept for something else, but you know I was like, oh, okay, killers, home invasion, you know, running away from bad guys. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of into that stuff, and that was well shot. And now it was like, oh, there's a message in the mirror. Like, what's going on? Is a sister? Is a sister doing weird stuff? And she's insane enough now to kill people. Or, and obviously I remember from the trailer it hinted that something wasn't real. So it gets to the twist, and it turns out that no. All of this is a fantasy. This is Beth in her head escaping and thinking she has this nice life, and this this night went okay. She forgot that her mother really gets stabbed to death in front of her. It's a very brutal, quick, quick flashback to her being stabbed. Mm-hmm. And Vera's actually not insane. She's the sensible one, and they're back to being teenagers, and she's like, no, we're still here. They're both, like, you know, uh, swollen faces, bloody bruised. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, you have to stay here, Beth. You know, you, this was your fantasy. And there's like a picture of a guy in the wall. That was the husband. Like, you, you saw him and that was your husband in your fantasy. And you're back with me now. You have to help me fight. And it's maybe been a few days a week or something. And they've been trapped. That that was my big question. Yeah. Like, I, and I think maybe uh, this is in part of me not realizing that they were back to being like the younger versions <laughs> or, or whatever. Because like, at first I thought like, that she was still like her grown-up version and that like her fantasy had been playing out in real time so she'd been they'd been like trapped there for like 10 years or something but then i can see you know that, by the yeah. end of the movie when they like uh interview the you know uh, that like a uh, convenience store person i was like oh wait i guess it's just been like a couple of days or something yeah because it's like they, they call her and she's like, oh yeah they were here the other night going to the house so it's you know it's, yeah. it's been you know a couple of days at best um and 
and arguably once it comes back to this and it is them trapped in the house and they're trying to like escape and it's like the the, the fear of what they're doing but i still wasn't super into it because a my, my like i say all of the energy has been sucked out of me because i really didn't like the oh it might be some sort of supernatural thing or maybe the sisters like doing crazy things you know whatever it would have been it turned into this weird slow build drama that i didn't think was very good and then when it came back to it instead of being like like still running away from the bad guys it was like no mm-hmm. we're being held captive and a lot of it was like you know like they take beth mm-hmm. and like put makeup on her as if she's one of the dolls and like mm-hmm. set her up now, don't get me wrong the scene where she's she, like because the sister you know vera says to her when you get mm-hmm. taken up do not move and do not cry just stay still and you know like you're a doll yeah I, I, I really like this section and, and this was like a part of it to me that like reminded me of like uh like a horror game or something. Yeah. Um like cuz they seemed like there was like you know very specific rules like yeah you, you know you can't speak, can't cry, can't have him catch you move. You want to try to set off other things to distract the bad guy. Uh, yeah, I can so see I, that. Yeah. I, the, I, I just wish that instead of the 30 minutes in this like fantasy, we got Vera learning that and like understanding what the rules were. Okay, that's fair, yeah. So that when later on, when they were being used, it was like, okay, we learned the rules and they were going to use them to survive. Um, and I never really got that from it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I think it's kind of interesting because I feel like uh, if the whole movie was them just like being captured and being tortured, I feel like I wouldn't like it as much. And if the whole movie was this fantasy with little things peeking out here and there and the occasional jump scare and maybe not mystery but maybe not finding actually out what the the truth is until the end exactly yeah i yeah. feel like i wouldn't have liked that either but because of kind of like splitting it uh in half it's uh i don't know what's going on but it, so many vehicles yeah. outside Tim's house tonight <laughs> right continue uh but yeah i actually think it was kind of a you know an interesting like melding of, of these two different things and um yeah i, I don't know for, for me it kind of worked like i'm not saying it's the, yeah. the the most ingenious thing and that like you know it, it's like i stood up and applaud when i found out what they were doing but for me i was like kind of like oh okay this is kind of nice and interesting and i think like you i wasn't enjoying that previous section as much but once we're out of it uh, and I was kind of like, oh, okay. And then I was like more on board, and I, I feel like I enjoyed it because, like, uh, you know, because where we're going, what we're doing. I, th- I think what's what's weird about it for me is that you said you wouldn't have liked it if it just went one way or the other, right? And not this what they've done with the movie. And I think I don't know if that's just true for me, at least in the sense that I mean, they, I mean, they could just make it all of like in real time, them being like captured and then them try to escape, mm-hmm. or vice versa. It could be it's all the fantasy. And then we slowly build and build and build until the final ten minutes where it all comes out and we get the the the, the moment. Um, now, admittedly, those could both still be terrible, but I, I think mm-hmm. if they committed to one or the other and said, "Let's do this well and flesh it out and do different things with it," like mm-hmm. let's say it was the fantasy the whole time. What you do is like things the sisters saying when we get to the end and it's revealed that this was all in her head and but like we're you know we're almost ready to escape because when you go back and look at it again oh the stuff the sister was saying actually ties into what she was really doing in the real world like setting up their <laughs> escape and it would maybe like line up or something like that because uh, then, then the movie would be about this psychological what's really going on and they could because i feel like it's just this rushed boring version of it in that 30 minute period mm-hmm. and then likewise I think the the stuff that comes after it when we get back, it's like that feels also really truncated because okay, it's just the 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 one big incident and then the escape, as opposed mm-hmm. 
I don't know, the, the continuing dread or or whatever. Yeah, admittedly, that's not terribly original to just do that. Um, so I'm not necessarily sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I applaud the effort, I guess, but I think the end mm-hmm. result is like, oh, I got 30 minutes of something I don't want. That sucked <laughs> all the life out of me. And then, okay, what's after this is fine. Like, I, I thought the same was just pretending to be still while mm-hmm. the guy's doing stuff. I thought there was some nice elements in there. Uh, but I didn't love it as much as I think I should have done. I, again, I think it was a little bit too much. There's all the dolls, and then, um, mm-hmm. and so this, this is the scene I wanted to joke about a little bit, especially now that I know it's from Mars. So yeah. basically, at one point, he catches her looking, so he grabs her by the leg and he lifts her up, and she's upside down. He's holding her up oh. by the leg, right? <laughs> yeah. And she's so scared that she starts to to, to piss herself, right? Oh, she's, right, right. She's wetting herself, <laughs> and yeah. because she's upside down it starts trickling down her face. Like, it comes out of her, her fancy, like, doll blouse thing and it comes down her face, mm-hmm. right? And I was going to just, you know, like, say, oh, that was like... Oh, oh, that, that almost... I don't... I think that was, like, on this fine line of being, like... Inappro- not inappropriate, that's not the right word. But the way that was handled was on this fine line of being, okay, this is more like a silly moment in, like, a fun horror movie as opposed to a serious moment in a, in a hard-hitting horror movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right, because I will think pee because because Martyrs has a lot of peeing in it, right? That's this is why that's is why it's funny that it's the same guy because there's a lot of yeah. peeing uh, in Martyrs, which is every director has their thing, you know. Apparently, apparently this guy's is peeing. <laughs> he likes peeing, and that's a really hard hitting, like everything's really grim and nasty movie. And there's nothing mm-hmm. like remotely funny about the peeing scene in that. It is like so devastating. Whereas this. She's dressed up as a doll. The the bad guy is so comical and over the top, and you've got all these dolls around the room that then you add her pee is literally coming down her face. Like I was just kind of like, this is kind of clashing tones for me a little bit. I was kind of like, this is this is feeling like a comedy skit almost at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's fair. And then uh, we we've, we've seen before that this uh, ogre slash fat man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I guess he has something about the dolls, which that's kind of the thing, um, which interestingly enough, uh, we just <laughs> reviewed another movie that had a, a lot of dolls in it or miniatures, but, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I was yeah. dolls. I don't remember dolls. I was like, oh, miniatures. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, so uh, yeah, and maybe uh, a little bit of a, not a coincidence, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, he's basically treating, uh, you know, these women as like dolls and stuff. And, uh, but he has like a weird thing with the dolls where he like has to like sniff their crotch. And I guess he doesn't like it. If Oh, that's right. The... He, do- he does that. He smells her. He actually, he's holding her upside down and he actually puts his head into like a crotch and sniffs yeah. it. And I'm like, is he smelling her vagina? What's happening? What's happening <laughs> and, and... right now? It's a it, it happens several times, so I guess maybe he must have a thing with like yeah. the crotch has to be clean because in the beginning the uh, the younger sister has her period for the first time, and then that kind of you know prevents her from you know um, being chosen by being uh, attacked first. The, essentially, the, yeah, yeah. He throws her away and goes after the older sister. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> forget where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he sniffs crotches. Where was I going with that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I I did want to mention um, though one of the reasons why this I I think maybe the twist kind of works for me is Mm. um, I feel like if it was just something that this was the whole movie and then it's just revealed at the end to me it would just feel kind of like a cheap um, you know like a gotcha moment like oh we surprised you at the end of the movie kind of thing but with this I feel like 
for me it kind of heightened the terror to like imagine like oh my god like what these people doing are so just like brutal and devastating that you know it's breaking you from reality like she can't can't handle it to the point where she has to make up this whole fictitious life and like you said maybe they do go on a little bit long i don't know if like um you know maybe shortening it or something i feel like in in a lot of movies it's normal like one scene but they'll have one scene of a fantasy then they'll snap back to reality it'll be like a five two minute thing even and then, but in this movie, it spends thirty minutes to convincing you. Oh, this is what the movie's going to be now. We're in the future. Yeah. This, it's that. But uh, you know, I, I like that. That that's like, oh yeah, it's like you know, she was so scared that she had to do this, and then also uh, to the point where you know, it, it's also like that terrifying to the other sister where she's like, you know, she has to like you know snap her back to reality because you know, imagine like you're in this situation with you know one other person and like you, you're scared to death and to the point where you know the only other person you're with you know isn't even in reality and you're like mm. you know, feel like you're that much more alone uh so i don't know i kind of i kind of like that aspect of it there's definitely the danger of if it was the whole if the whole thing was in the fantasy and then the twist was at the end there's the danger of that just feeling like a cheap thing uh you know i yeah. got you a moment i think if it was done well though it wouldn't it would be that kind of thing where when you go back and watch it again you'd see all the you know i think there's potential to do it well is, is, I guess oh sure yeah like yeah i, I definitely i like the idea but uh i agree it yeah it could have it could have been better yeah uh so i i, I don't know i'm so basically like yeah so the, so they end up like get getting out basically there's some so some chaos as they run around the house they, they get they get out yeah. she basically uh you know as she's you know being uh, portrayed as a stall she kind of sees uh, there's another doll that has looks like maybe like a uh, scissors or something in its hair and mm-hmm. then she's able to kind of sneak out and um when she's on the lap of this guy basically sticks him in the neck with it and then uh, actually another funny like um uh, something uh, another horror movie it reminded me of is uh you know she uses her typewriter to hit the guy over the head which um you know <laughs> quick spoiler alert uh, for the movie uh, i'm about to mention so if you don't act absolutely want to know maybe skip ahead a couple seconds give a but... spoiler warning before you tell them what the movie is that's so weird they don't know if it's a movie they don't want spoiled yet well because they well if i'm saying that uh she hit someone over the head with a typewriter and then i say the movie then you know oh in that movie someone hits someone over the head with a typewriter but <laughs> i mean that doesn't sound like a big spoiler to me but go on Okay, well, it's uh, you know, that's it. It reminded me of the movie Misery because there's a pivotal scene like that. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but the, uh, and just in case people might have not seen it, so it's, you know. Yeah, but they wouldn't last the movie you're going to mention. They're like, oh, I think I've seen this movie, Misery. I've not seen that. Tim, <laughs> I know that they have a typewriter now. <laughs> just. Just uh, you know, apologize for being overly cautious. They, they, You're they the have... one who mentioned at the start of the show that for me to be wary of spoilers, I'm, I'm, I'm trying Those, to do that. Those people have just went to the cart and taken your comics out of the cart. Like they had them in the, the checkout on the site, <laughs> and they've taken them out and said no. <laughs> or they're still getting one just so they can burn it. They can spit on it and burn it and go, oh, that Tim, he spoiled misery for me. I'm completely fine with that. I'll still take your money. <laughs> no shame. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they get uh, they get they, they run for for a good long while, and um, you know they eventually come across a couple of police officers who are trying to 
try to help them, and that, that's when like one of them says, "Oh, it's a witch and an ogre, and they're, they're so broken." Mm-hmm. And they get on. You know, one guy gets on the radio, and he's like, "They're talking." He's like, "Oh, I'm here at the, the store right now with uh, you know Ethel or whatever her name is." She like she saw them go up to the house, and there's like a little fake out with like a, a sort of set of headlights where you think the truck's coming, but it's just a regular truck, just a, a random truck. But then the witch yeah. shows up with a gun and shoots both the police officers. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, close. <laughs> yeah, and then they're put on in the candy truck again, and they're they're, they're taken mm-hmm. taken back. But it is worth mentioning because the the cop was on the radio. There's another cop that knows about this, mm-hmm. and knows that the house of, of where it is. So he ends up showing up and saving them uh, later on, and it shoots mm-hmm. the crap out of uh out of the witch. Yeah, and then as they're being like transported back to the house, that's when the younger sister has like her second break from reality. Yeah, and. You know, you see her, she's like at this big fancy party and uh, we get like a little special uh, cameo. Go on. One of uh, <laughs> one of horror's maybe biggest writers or influences. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft shows up in the movie. <laughs> obviously not the H.P. Lovecraft. It's an actor portraying him. Hey, but... <laughs> obviously, because H.P. Lovecraft has been kind of dead for a while <laughs> uh but i just i, I don't know this is I, I think at this point i was like this movie's kind of off the rails and i kind of like that like <laughs> like it, it's just crazy to me that like oh uh lovecraft is now in this movie all right it's, it's worth mentioning as well that you know, the, the cops that just get killed are in this party but they're, they're around is if like oh she's imagining a world where these people didn't die like so they're, they're here as well I don't know if I noticed that. Maybe yeah. The, the the man specifically even says something to her as he's, as he's taking a drink. He says hello. Oh. It was a nice oh, little touch. It was like that, that is cool. Yeah. Um. So I guess the idea that she's reverting back into her. And this mm-hmm. is this is where I'm saying that I see the potential in this story where she's in the fantasy and the arc of the movie for her is actually gaining the strength to choose to come out of the fantasy because her sister mm-hmm. needs her help. You know, it's the idea of the, the, the bond between them is that they have to look after each other and she has to fight against her fantasy, against her, 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 easy, her, you know, her pain and have the courage to come out into the real world and fight with mm-hmm. her sister to, to, to help her and save her so they can both survive. That That's mm-hmm. your core story. That's your core yeah, arc yeah. for your character. I think the movie doesn't do a lot of good things with it, though. Is <laughs> basically my, but on the nose, I yeah. guess. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely see that. Like, I, I, I think that is kind of, yeah, the the big, uh, thing to it that yeah, they really don't do much with it. Like, it, mm. it seems like that's what they want uh, the core of it to be, but, uh, yeah, and instead it kind of maybe gets a, l- a little muddled around for you know some of these kind of more you know traditional like scares and stuff but i i do like that idea and yeah maybe uh uh i mean again <laughs> i i did like it but you know maybe if they did more of that kind of stuff that would have pushed it above just the you know kind of the oh, okay this is you know good to like oh wow this is like actually something special if i was going to try and fix it and maybe help the pacing what I would do, I think, is have the, the, the flash forward, if you will, in her head. Be much shorter, be five, ten minutes, right? Just just enough mm-hmm. that it's more than a scene, but not so much that it's dragging the pacing down. And then you reveal what it is, and you have her go in and out of it throughout the movie, right? And each mm-hmm. time, it's longer. But obviously, in future times, you wouldn't go with her, necessarily. You, you'd, you'd still have the real sister in the real world and like how she's dealing with mm-hmm. things, right? Maybe it'd cut between them. And then at the end, when it feels like she's properly sunken into the fantasy, mm-hmm. she makes the choice in in her fantasy. No, I need to come out of this. I need to help her. You have it like gradually get to that point. 
Yeah, I think that would be good. Yeah, and that way it's back and forth, so it's got, it's got more of like a, a structure in terms of, of bouncing back and you know between, as opposed to this big thirty minute chunk, uh, mm-hmm. and then the twist, and then it's okay. Now it's just all this stuff. Um, mm. I don't know, because like, you could play with it. You could have her like go into the fantasy right before something bad's going to happen, and then we come back after the fantasy. And we're like, oh, what happened? What, what, what happened? What did she miss? What, what, what horrible thing mm-hmm. happened to her when she was gone? Um, and that could be like a reveal moment. That you know, I, I think there was stuff to play with here, and I don't think it does a lot with it. Um, yeah, I guess is what I'm saying. It, I think overall, despite the fact that it looks pretty good as a movie, it ends mm-hmm. up feeling a bit more generic than it should. Despite the fact that it's playing with these wacky ideas of you know fantasy worlds and and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, because the movie yeah. ends, they're, they're getting taken into an ambulance, and uh, the the ambulance, you know, the the, the paramedics talking to her, uh, Beth specifically, and they both survived. And he's mm-hmm. he's like, oh, do you, you, you're you're really tough getting through all this. You know, he's trying to be nice to her, just sort of, you know, give her a, a bit of a pep talk <laughs> as he's driving mm-hmm. to that, the, the the hospital. And he's like, oh, do you do you, do you play sports? And she's like, no, oh, I'd have lost that bet because you know you're really tough. And the movie yeah. ends with her just going, I write stories, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the credits, and it's like piano starts playing, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about the weird moment as they're running from the house and she turns and sees, in her head, the ghost of her mum pointing to the typewriter to say, write your stories, don't let this, you know, dissuade you. Write the stories. Yeah, yeah it's a little sweet. I mean... It's just a little on the nose, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, we've established that at this point that this girl's batshit crazy, so she's probably <laughs> seen her mum everywhere. Oh, uh, um... And I know people are going to argue for it. They're going to say, oh, she even says when she's been interviewed as the writer in the in the fantasy mm-hmm. that she's like, oh, this book is therapy for everything I went through. Just like this fantasy is a way of coping with everything she's going through. I get what it's doing. I just, I don't know. It's not, it's not nailing yeah, it for a, me. Yeah, if it doesn't work for you, there's you know, <laughs> not much you can do about it. Uh, I did like the, um, like, there's this thing kind of set up early on where there's this, like, um, I forget what they call it, but it's like a little cabinet or something where a doll oh, pops out a, of. It was like a, it was a Chinese something box. Yeah, I, yeah, I forget the exact it, name. But it was a, it was a mirror with a hidden button that opened, and it was actually like a, like a closet that you could go into. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, at the start, it seems like kind of just like a, a cheap jump scare, but I, I did like uh, the scene towards the end where it kind of comes back where she's hiding into it, and I just thought that like looked really cool uh the way she was just surrounded in like complete darkness and then kind of like fighting with this puppet to make it you know not make any noise uh i just thought that looked pretty cool yeah the, the movie does look pretty good i wouldn't fault it on the the visuals too much yeah, I, I i wish there was maybe like that to me felt like a little more like uh not that the rest of the movie is bad but that felt like a little more stylized to me which is like oh i wish there was mm. more like interesting stuff to look at like this uh same thing with like um towards the end when she has like her second break and she's in this uh you know the fancy party or whatever but then there's just that one door she's looking at that's like the window to her sister and you just see mm. you know like the the juxtaposition of like you know this fancy dinner party with her you know crazy beat up sister just banging on the the glass and stuff which i, I wasn't sure if that was the incident where uh, you know that occurred but um yeah i, I did think like that was a, again something else that like looked kind of cool and interesting I think they had a really they had this idea, right? They were really proud of their idea, but I don't think they they developed it enough to actually and thought about how it really worked in the movie, because they've done their idea and it feels like they should have really thought about this more. I, I think it needed a better script. Uh, ultimately, I think that's the biggest problem with the movie. Is it needs a better script. Mm. 
Yeah, no, it, it, it's funny because I, I think we have kind of like a similar opinion just on like like different uh, like sides of the line here. Like, mm. you know, like because uh, I, I also think uh, like I, I feel like I, it's more like, oh, uh, I liked it, but I think it could have been better. And it kind of seems like you're more like I kind of didn't like it, but kind of thought it could be better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if that doesn't set us up for ratings, Timmy, I don't know what does. <laughs> Tim, what would you rate Ghostland out of 10? Uh, this is a really tough one. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what you're, you're going to give it, because now I feel like... Because uh, at first I thought, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a decent score, but I feel like you're going to be like, whoa, that's way too high. But um, honestly, I, I think I would give it a, a 7. I think, like, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't love it. It could have certainly been better but i don't really have like too many complaints i think i think overall i have to go with a five for me Mm -hmm. it's like right down the middle where there's there's ideas that i like there's some moments that i like especially at the start but they sort of uh you know i think there's a couple of bad acting moments particularly from the adult beth i really she she rubbed me the wrong way a couple of times uh, the teens are not bad though the actual the teen actors uh, mm-hmm. for I mean, I mean they're probably actually teenagers themselves but you know the, but you know the teen characters uh, Beth and yeah. you I thought were pretty the, good yeah and um, the only thing that ever really stood out to me is um, the the mother uh, I don't think that not that she was a bad actor I was just really curious uh, she had like an accent and like the kids didn't and so I kept wondering like you know where she was from or something like uh, obviously the, the actress is from quebec i believe and yeah. the film actually so. is a canadian canadian production so oh interesting. see i was i was assuming well i, I guess that would make sense because uh, quebec's kind of like french uh area of canada i mm. believe uh because I, I was wondering like oh it's like she french or something because it yeah kind of sounded like uh she was french but well, it was uh, her speaking <laughs> fr- french and then the kids going don't speak french not, not a hint enough that she was french yeah, I still had my doubts. I was like, well, uh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Show me the birth certificate. And I suppose technically she's not French, she's Canadian, but the, the character might yeah. be French because they don't specify it in the movie. True, and, and yeah, and I'm assuming the director is French because it seems yeah, like... Most likely, he, yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, again, that's not bad acting, but it, it was the only maybe acting that stood out to me as being kind of like, oh, I wonder <laughs> what up with this. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I think it's worth. Uh, I would say it's worth checking out. Maybe um, you know, it seems like something will probably be streaming at some point. So I, I'd say give it a watch. You know, if it's on a, some device at something, maybe don't rush out to, you know, download it or whatever. But mm. you know, I, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think it's straight down the middle. It's got some ideas, doesn't capitalize on them. It's not the worst thing ever, but it's not particularly good either. Um, so it's, it's in this really frustrating place right in the middle. So 5 out of 10. Aren't those just the funnest ones to talk about? I know, I know, I know. Somehow we found a way though, Tim. Life finds a way, as a a, a person once stole from me. I, I came up <laughs> that line. <laughs> uh, look, look out for the Jurassic World 2 review coming up soon. Uh, actually, no, it's already up by the time this goes up. What? You already saw it? Oh. <laughs> it's alright. It's not, no, I've not seen it yet, Tim. By the time this goes live for everyone, the Jurassic World Fallen oh, okay. Kingdom review with me and Matt will already be up because we'll be doing that uh, on Sunday, I believe. 
I'm excited. Uh, Which, I, if you're watching this or listening to it, that's already happened. That was already past Sunday. So, see now who's time traveling. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm excited for it. I I don't know when I'm going to get the chance to see it, but uh, I do want to try to sneak out at some point this weekend and and give it a shot. I I'm you know I I'll admit it. I'm kind of a sucker for dinosaurs. I, I give <laughs> most dinosaur movies a pass as long as they have dinosaurs in them. Is that you telling us we have to do Tommy and the T-Rex at some point? <laughs> I'd never even heard of that movie, but uh, I would say we should do Carnosaur at some point. Ooh. Uh, we'll discuss <laughs> and it. Maybe, maybe, we'll do a, um, maybe, maybe we'll do an episode of just uh, us reviewing the cutscenes from Dino Crisis. Who knows? Hell, we've been talking about streaming games together. I think Dino Crisis might be a, might be a candidate down the road. Yeah, yeah I'd be down for that. Do, do some Dino Crisis action. Good one. Um, but hey, so yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a that needs a reboot. Where's where's that mm, remake? Come on, Capcom! Once you're done with Resident Evil Two, get us get us some Dino Crisis action. So that yeah. has <laughs> been screams after midnight. That has been um, Ghostland. So let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like and subscribe, lots of get us on Patreon.com. By the way, I oh. <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna try to sneak in some zombie land joke at some point and I don't know. I was gonna ask you if like, oh wait, is this really the zombie land or I don't know, but I didn't. So, <laughs> stop writing those angry tweets. <laughs> get us on patreon.com slash TV. If you want to support us, you get the right to vote, you get the right to uh, add movies to the crypt, which is a to-do list of movies that our patrons get to submit to. Everyone can see the list, but patrons get to submit to it. Um, so you can do that. There's lots of bonuses. You can support us. Even a dollar a month is a fantastic uh, bit of support, which is better than you just watching the ads on YouTube. But uh, obviously, if you can't do that, then watch the ads and, and like and, and, and subscribe and all the usual things that help. Um, one thing I've been trying to do recently is promote other content. Just just one thing at the end of each show for another show that's on MailFuzz. So I will take the time. Uh, me and me and Carl just get back to reviewing Star Trek: The Original Series once per week. Uh, we're on. We're about halfway through season three, and we are. We are. When we finish that, we're going into the movies, then we're going to the next generation, and we're going to keep going. It's a long, long journey, and we're we're halfway through the third season of the original series. Uh, so that just came back this past week. Uh, so go go check that out if you're into Star Trek. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tim. Do you not approve of me promoting <laughs> other content on the show? Uh, whatever. If you want to watch Star Trek, that's fine. <laughs> <sighs> You'd love it. All right. <laughs> this has been Screws After Midnight. We talked about Ghostland. Uh, thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching the scary movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.